Welcome to Garbage and Gold. The podcast that is criminally chirpy, consistently cheeky, and cruisingly couch jumping. Ooh, I'm Lisa. I'm Lindsay. Each week, we pick the worst and the best of a certain topic and present our ideas for each other and for you listeners. Then you have the ability to weigh in on who you agree with more and share your picks with us. We will give you more information about how you can do that at the end of the show. But before we dive into our topic for this week's episode, let's hit the recap and poll results from last week's episode. So Lisa, last week's episode was our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, it was. Happy mm. days after Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy leftovers. Mm. It's been delicious. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Lisa, the results are in. Would you like to hear the poll results for our Thanksgiving episode? I would love to. I would love to hear what people had to say about Thanksgiving. Okay. So in the garbage showdown between my garbage of the decor of Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and your garbage of the prep time versus eat time inequality. <laughs> yes. You do win. <gasps> oh, feels good. You you do win. Feels yep. good. Mm-hmm. Um Mm-hmm. Yeah, people mm-hmm. people agree with you. Yes, too but- much work, not enough eat time. Right, and like you can't make that meal last six hours. No, 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 no. But I just yeah. mean even just the amount of prep because there's just so many items. It's not like a yeah. a really good steak dinner that you've like marinated overnight. That's not how it goes. It's not. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, it's labor intensive. Mm-hmm. And then for our golds, my gold of the Thanksgiving food. Yeah. Obviously. And yeah. your gold of it just being a low-key holiday. And gift-free. And gift-free. Thanks. Whatever. It's low-key. <laughs> <laughs> I do win, but barely. And oh. I have a lot of questions about that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, because so. the food is great, but it's like, I think because it has, it's special because that's usually when you have it. But yeah. like you said, you end up doing the same meal pretty much for Christmas. Yeah. So I wonder if that's how other families are too, and they're like, yeah, "It's fine, like it's right. fine." But and maybe you you don't have the the incredible chefs in your family that I have. Who that make, could be too. Like some people cannot make a turkey. Yeah. And like it's okay. You, I'm sure you make other things, but turkey yeah. is difficult to make good. Yeah. And my family makes dang good turkey. So yeah. I was actually talking to one of my friends this week who went to a Friendsgiving where there's like actual chefs that are his friends and they made like delicious, Mm. like very pleasing to the palate types of things, whatever. So they had that and it was and it was delicious. And then he went to a family Thanksgiving and it was just he's like it like they didn't even use salt. Like it was just very. Yeah. So you've definitely got two extremes here of depending on who is preparing the meal for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> congratulations on, on winning garbage. Thank you. I feel like we've swapped lately. Like, I'm winning a lot of garbage and you're winning a lot of gold. Oh. It was not that way for a long time. I know. I used to be the trash queen. Yeah, and I'm I feel no like longer. I am. I, I took your crown of garbage and refuse <laughs> from you and I wear it proudly. <laughs> no. And now, the queen of gold. <laughs> it's nice to be known for the positive thing and not for the negative thing, if I'm honest. Every now and then, yes. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's good. It's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. So, Lisa, do you have any listener comments you would like to share? 
I do. It is from Twitter. It is from not Josh at IO Netrunner. He said, hashtag Lindsay Garbage, because I'm sick of people who complain about going from Halloween to Christmas decorations. Thanksgiving decorations are ugly. Hashtag Lisa Gold, because it's such a low-key holiday, you can basically skip it altogether if you want. And I replied to him on Twitter today, but I would like to say it for everybody listening that not Josh, excuse me, is our people because he's fine skipping from Halloween to Christmas because Thanksgiving decorations are gross. So he's like, can everybody just stop complaining, please? So I get behind that. And also, it's so low-key that you can just skip it. So you can be like, you know what? Stop complaining. Also, I'm just not going to go to the thing. Not surprisingly, this was also my listener comment, but because (laughs) I disagreed vehemently with the whole thing. Oh, Um, wow. This is perfect. Um, I, I feel very strongly about Thanksgiving being the middle child of the holidays. (laughs) And, um, as a fellow middle child, I know that it is easy to be overlooked. And so I, I think, I think it is fine for you to not like Thanksgiving decor, but don't you dare put your Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving. Give Thanksgiving the moment it deserves. And also... It's so low-key, you could basically skip it. It is my favorite holiday. I'm never going to skip it. Why would you skip Thanksgiving? Because being around around people is not great, and it's a lot of prep. I like Thanksgiving. Lisa. I understand. I understand. But I understand also the desire to be like, I'm just not going to go. God, that's nice. Oh, you know how I love canceled plans. Uh, Stay at home. Oh my gosh. Have a sandwich, be by myself. God, that sounds great. Yeah, that that sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. No mad at any of that. You know, Lisa, it had been a while since we'd recorded and I had missed you. And now <laughs> Now you remember what kind of trash <laughs> queen you're dealing with? <laughs> <laughs> I I just don't understand. I don't I of all the things to skip, why would you skip Thanksgiving? Yeah. There's pie at Thanksgiving. There is pie at Thanksgiving. I get it. I get it. But I think because it's so low-key and gift-free, that's what I like about it. But I could also see it being like, well, I mean, I don't really have to go then. It's not like Christmas where it's like there's a lot of production in it. There's a lot of decorations about it. There's gifts. And it's like you can't skip that because then you feel bad. You skip Thanksgiving. You don't feel that bad. I would feel terrible for myself, <laughs> for my soul, <laughs> if I miss Thanksgiving. <laughs> I love that that was our listener comment together, but totally opposite. That I know. makes me super maybe, happy. Maybe when you respond to things on Twitter, maybe you shouldn't speak for me. Because... I didn't. I signed my, I signed my name okay. on it. All I right. did. I signed okay. it. Yeah. So it was like, we're, we are not the same here. <laughs> we are not. So um, now we are going to do the voter um, swag situation that we're doing. So if you vote this week on our topic doesn't matter for who just you know vote you'll be entered to win some swag we choose one voter at random from our twitter and instagram comments that use Mm -hmm. the hashtag so i'm gonna do a random number generator for our commenters this week and again it's from twitter and instagram and it is number one and that is the user, I think it's Flem016 on Instagram. So Woo. all I wrote was just like a little snippet here. So anyway, number one, Flem, we'll get you. We'll get you that swag. Thank you for voting. It's exciting. <laughs> I have a lot of swag to send out this week because I've been gone. But I'll get to it. I promise. I promise. So, okay. <laughs> uh, any any other things that we need to discuss or announce before we get to the show? I, I think we're good. Okay. Okay. Well, let's do it then. Let's get on to the show. 
And like my favorite thing ever to say this, because I get to introduce the topic and you get to present the research. That makes me really happy. So this (laughs) week, as maybe you could tell from the um, introduction that Lindsay wrote, we are doing (gasps) Tom Cruise movies. Mm -hmm. So Lindsay, tell me all about Tom Cruise and his movies. Um, it's interesting. You love doing the research when it's like history and you give me pop culture research and it is really my happy place. It is. I have spent, I have spent more time on this than book reports in elementary school. Uh, I put love together. it. It makes me so happy. <clears throat> so uh, Tom Cruise movies. Tom Cruise was born Thomas Cruise Mopather mm. the fourth oh, in 19. Yeah. Because yeah. when your name is Thomas Mopather, you're going to pass that on for yeah. several generations. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure okay. are. Uh, yes. Thomas Cruise Mopather the fourth was born in 1962. He is almost 60 years old, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so Tom was a deeply religious child and in high school there was a point where he wanted to become a priest mm. before he discovered his love of acting. He moved to New York City in 1980 to become an actor and soon after that started starring in movies and became successful quickly. Um, according to IMDb, he has 49 acting credits listed. Wow. So Tom Cruise has been a movie star since the early 1980s. So remember, he moved to New York City in 1980. His big break was the movie Risky Business, which came out in 1983, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it was just easier to break in in the 80s or were they just looking? I don't know. For him specifically? Like that is, man. Yeah. That yeah, that right? was his Weird. breakthrough role. Because did he even have a movie before that? That was his first one. Yeah, he had a few. Like, he was in okay. The Outsiders. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. That's right. the same right. year okay. as Risky mm-hmm. Business. Okay. Like, really, he has, like, two movies in 1981 already. Yeah, and then he was just, bam, starring yeah. role. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he has won three Golden Globe Awards and has been nominated for an Oscar three different times. His first big movie was Risky Business, as we said, with the iconic scene where Tom slides into the room wearing mm-hmm. a shirt, underwear, and socks to yep. old-time rock and roll and yep. dances around the room. Okay, so I just want to backtrack real quick because I know he was nominated for Oscars for though, but he has not won one? He's He has not won an Oscar. Okay. He has won uh, Golden Globes. Yes. Okay. So like he won the Golden Globe for Born on the Fourth of July, which right. he was also nominated for an Oscar for, but he didn't win. And he's also nominated for an Oscar for Rain Man. I was gonna say Rain Man was my other guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And I don't know what his third one is. Mm, nah, it doesn't matter. So since the turn of the century, Tom has primarily leaned into his skills as an action star, with mm. some movies breaking the mold, including he is he has a very small role in the movie Tropic Thunder, mm-hmm. where he is under such heavy makeup most people didn't know it was him until mm-hmm. the end credits played. But mostly, Tom has been spending his time making action movies or mm-hmm. sci-fi action movies, and then the sequels to those action movies, including the sequel to Edge of Tomorrow that is apparently called... Are you sitting down for this? You know I'm almost always sitting down, but I'm cringing and waiting for it. <laughs> Live, die, repeat, and repeat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's according to IMDb and Wikipedia. Oy, oy, oy. And so, you know, kids do real research, but yeah, it is very possible um. that that is the name of a movie that is going to come out <sighs> okay. someday soon. Mm. 
Unfortunately, because of some of his outside of movie behavior, Mm -hmm. his popularity has fallen significantly Mm -hmm. um, in the following years. So Tom Cruise, the movie star, is is a successful movie star. But unfortunately, there's some controversies that follow Tom Cruise around. First of those is Tom is the most famous follower of a I believe it is a religion. Scientology. Mm, mm. He's the most vocal supporter of this religion. And because of his following of Scientology, Tom has openly criticized the practice of psychiatry and the use of antidepressant medications. Um, This apparently led to a falling out between him and Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. Tom Cruise credits the practicing of Scientology with helping him overcome dyslexia. I don't know how that is a thing. Um, Tom is such a supporter of Scientology that they actually created a special Freedom Medal of Valor in Scientology specifically to give it to him, which they did in 2004. Yeah. And Tom has said that the reason that he and his third wife, the lovely Katie Holmes, Mm -hmm. divorced was because she wanted to protect their daughter Mm -hmm. from Scientology. Mm -hmm. I... Am so deep into the Scientology. I would say it's a cult, but I'm so yeah. deep into that. Like I watch Scientology in the aftermath with Leah Remini, and mm. I just like I'm. I mean, I'm fascinated by cults anyway, just for lots of reasons. But Scientology in particular fascinates me. So I do know a lot about Scientology in general, and yeah, they they're huge dislike of um, medical science and also yeah. science. Um, in general, but yeah, and it's definitely one of those things where I think that's one of the reasons why high-profile celebrities are drawn to it because it just feeds yeah. their ego so much, yeah. and they're like, "Oh my god, you're so great! We just love how yeah. great you are. Everybody, look how great they are." So I think he, in particular, was an ideal fit for right. Scientology. But yeah, for right. sure, because I know Suri was getting close to the age where she would be recruited and they wanted her to go on the Sea Org, which is like a mm-hmm. off-site whatever, which is where they do some of their craziest stuff. And I'm glad that Katie was like, mm, no, we're not doing this. So The height of the weird Tom Cruise-ness would be when he was on Oprah's show yep. talking about how much he loved Katie Holmes and he jumped up and started jumping up and down mm-hmm. on the couch. Yep. It yes. just seems so fake. And uh, as we yep. all know, Tom Cruise is not that good of an actor. It's really and not. he really could not pull that off. Right. He just looked psycho, which he is. He he did look psycho. So, Lisa, that ends my <sighs> research into Tom Cruise movies. I and love Tom it. Cruise, the, the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm curious. What is your... What is your garbage of all of these many films that Tom Dusseldorf? What's his la- what's his actual last name again? I forgot it already. Mopather the Fourth. M- Tom Mopather the Fourth. What is the worst movie of his mm. career? Um, well, I do have some honorable mentions, okay. and my honorable mentions are really any movie that he's made after two thousand because they're all the same. <laughs> he's an action star. <laughs> so I'm adding to the list 85 of the Mission Impossible movies. I'm sure that's how many there are. Minority Report, Collateral, War of the Worlds, Jack Reacher, Edge of Tomorrow. These are all the same movies. Um, but my number one garbage Tom Cruise movie. Oh God, is Far and Away. Really? 
really? Far and Away was released in 1992. It co-stars Tom Cruise's at that time wife, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. The storyline is uh, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman live in Ireland. He is a um, very poor boy and she is a rich girl and they run away to America together. Okay. And hijinks ensue. Of course. Um, I will give a shout out because it it's beautiful. Like it is beautifully shot and it has yeah. interesting locations. Like it was shot in Montana. It was shot in Ireland. So that it's, it's beautiful scenery. Yeah. But the problem is the acting is bad. <laughs> the writing is bad. Okay. And most, the number one reason why this movie is so terrible is... Tom Cruise does the worst Irish accent that is ever graced the screens of a movie theater. Okay, that's fair. The the accent is so terrible. (laughs) So um, the acting is bad, partly just because this is not Tom Cruise as an action star. Now, there is a point in the movie where he becomes a boxer so they can earn money to go west when they're in America. Okay. Um, So he gets a little action in there because, of course, he can't just, you know. act Um, but mostly this is a romantic (laughs) drama and that is not tom cruise's strong suit at all not despite how many he seems to be in based on his mm, filmography right and you'd think acting opposite his real life wife that maybe he would figure out a way to be romantic and and have chemistry he does not Mm. it's just not good it the writing is so bad uh here is a quote Oh that boy. I would like you to hear. So this is this is Tom Cruise, and you can you need to imagine that it's being said with a terrible Irish accent. Okay. Because if I've learned anything, it's I don't sing on the podcast and I don't do accents <laughs> on the podcast. Okay. So this is Tom Cruise's character talking to Nicole Kidman's character. Okay. And he says, I tried to prove myself to you, but I know nothing of books or alphabets or sun or moon or all I know is Joseph loves Shannon. With writing like that, uh, how can you? I know how? nothing of alphabets. <laughs> right. Far and away, the most garbage of Tom Cruise movies, and that's saying something because there's a lot of them. There's yeah. a lot of garbage Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> there are. All right, so Lisa, that was my garbage choice. I want to hear it. What is your garbage Tom Cruise movie? It's a good one. So I also have quite a few honorable mentions. Again, <laughs> this is I. I'm only selecting from ones that I've seen because I feel like that is um, right. proper. So I guess well, that's not entirely true. Anyway, you'll find out in a second. So my <laughs> honorable mentions include The Last Samurai. As garbage. Ooh, remember the controversy yeah. around um, Tom Cruise and the his very whiteness. Yeah, yeah, and they still yeah. did it. They yep. still did it, and they did. still do it. Yeah, yep. yeah. So I don't love mm-hmm. that. Um, my other gonor- my other honorable mention for garbage is Rock of Ages. Like who who mm. who cast him as like a rock star? But it was like, no one, literally no one was like, Tom Cruise is going to be a rock star in this movie? I want to see that. No one said that. No one said that. No one. Yeah. So anyway, my, the garbagest of garbage, at the top of the garbage pile, the flaming piece of garbage in this repertoire, which I have not actually seen and I will never see based on principle, is the 2017 film The Mummy. 
<laughs> okay, tell me more. <laughs> the main reason, because we've talked about this before, is when they do reboots of things that are unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, the original Mummy movies were perfect with Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they th- were thinking to bring Tom Cruise into this to redo these. They were it was unnecessary. They were perfect already yeah. with Brendan Fraser, who I would say is a national treasure that does not get enough recognition for being the amazing man that he is. And I feel like I read somewhere that he was like also a victim of like me too. Like he is. there was yeah, someone yeah, yeah. who was inappropriate with him. Yeah. Oh, yep. Brendan Fraser. First you were George of the Jungle and we all loved you in that. I just And then you were in the mummy movies. Which is the perfect because Brendan Fraser he knows he doesn't have much range. He is not Tom Cruising it. He is not. He is not filming Far and Away. He is killing it in the Mummy, he, literally and figuratively. He is. He is. Yes. He knows. Okay, this is really just an opportunity for me to talk about how much I love Brendan Fraser in the Mummy. Apparently, which is great. It's fine. So, anyway, he's just the best. Like it's they're yeah. so good. The Mummy movies are. They came out in '99. The original. Okay, so let me let me backtrack a little bit. There's the Mummy, which are like the Universal classic monsters. And those came out between. 1932 and 1955 and Mm -hmm. then there's like the reboot ones the Stephen Summers series that have Brendan Fraser so then we've got the mummy the mummy returns and the mummy tomb of the dragon emperor those were 1999 2001 and 2008 respectively so okay Mm -hmm. but yeah the I remember seeing the mummy and I saw the mummy returns I don't think I saw the mummy tomb of the dragon emperor whatever but they were so like fun and like Egyptology is really cool for me. So mm-hmm. I think that history stuff is really fun. And so there's just all of that neat stuff. And you got Billy Zane in there. I mean, you got Rachel Weitz. Like, it's it's just so cool. It's so fun. Yeah. And I remember seeing... Oh, and then you also have the spinoff where they do the Scorpion King with The Rock. Like, so there's, mm-hmm. so there's enough. There's so many really cool, like, campy, fun, we don't take ourselves too seriously here, yeah. things in the mummy universe. And I love that and I respect it because they can yeah. see... Like you said, they see what they are. They know, like, the target they're going for, and that's great. Mm-hmm. And then we've got this terrible remake where it's, like, trying to be all, like, high-level sci-fi whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. wh- why? Why? Like, The Mummy is still on replay on, like, TNT once a month. Like, I don't yeah. – it's not far enough removed at all. I don't need you to remake this. Right. And Tom Cruise cannot fit into that, like, campy, we're not taking ourselves too seriously. Tom Cruise always takes himself too seriously. Always. I don't even care. I do not care. Because Mm -mm. Brendan Fraser did it best. No one's going to be better than Brendan Fraser in The Mummy. Very few people are better than Brendan Fraser in real life. So they're not going to do better (laughs) than him in The Mummy. Especially not Tom Cruise. So... That's Your why love it's for Brendan Fraser. Wow, I had I had no idea. He, I'm so glad we unearthed it. He's wonderful. I love Brendan Fraser. I love him so much. Lisa, we need to write a TV show for Brendan Fraser. We have to do it. We have to. If we care this deeply about him, then we need to help him. We do. We can't just talk about how much we love him. We have to be part of the solution. Can I also tell you right now that he speaks fluent French and he serves on the board of directors at Filmmade International? Oh. I know. Isn't he great? Guy. He, he is, is great. He is great. Anyway, so garbage of Tom Cruise movies is the mummy because he tried to dethrone Brendan Fraser and I am not here for it at all. 
And I will ask you, <laughs> I'm really curious uh-huh. now what you're going to say. Your gold, the very best of all of the Tom Cruise mm. movies uh, right. it is. Um, so I will give an honorable mention to a movie that came out recently that he did called American Made. Okay. It's, Neat. it's a quality okay. flick. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But my my number one gold Tom Cruise movie was released in 1986, and it's Top Gun. Ooh, yep. In yep. Top Gun, Tom Cruise plays Maverick, a hotshot fighter pilot who's trying to be the best in his class at the Top Gun Naval Flying School. Yeah. In it, he is paired up with Anthony Edwards as his co-pilot, second person. I don't know what they're called. And he <laughs> is uh, going up against Val Kilmer. Oh, at the peak of his hotness. So there, I think there's a lot of reasons why this movie is gold. It re- Like, unfortunately, it's the first time we see Tom Cruise as like an action hero. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the best kind of action hero because I don't see a lot of his face throughout the movie. Um, <laughs> you just hear his voice a lot and you uh-huh. see like the top of his head because yeah. he's flying a lot yes. in this movie. Yeah. Um, so some reasons why it's gold, besides the fact we don't have to look at Tom Cruise's face. Um, first of all, the volleyball scene, the oh beach God. volleyball scene. It's Hello. so iconic. Yeah, it is. It is iconic and impressive. And Val Kilmer. Oh. God bless you. Val Kilmer. And, you uh, 80s treasure. Val Kilmer. 80s Val 80s Kilmer. 80s Val Kilmer. Yes. Let us be very <laughs> tombstone. Top Gun. Batman is where we start to kind of see the tipping point for Val Kilmer. Yep. And so it's this great mix of like there's tons of testosterone and like guy stuff happening uh-huh. and it's all like super competitive and then there's these incredible flying sequences mm-hmm. like where like there is drama in this movie mm-hmm. and and like there are stakes to the drama mm-hmm. like it's not just like oh we're gonna like fly around like legitimately there is danger and and like to the point that spoiler alert but this movie came out like 30 something years ago yeah and Anthony Edwards' character dies. He's killed in action, which is heartbreaking. Yeah. And it's super exciting. It's super exciting, I think, because it's such a different world. Like, mm-hmm. there are very few people in the world who are actually fighter pilots. Right. And so you get to see this whole other thing and whole other experience. And you get to see them and you get to see the planes flying and you get to see, like, how they have to work together. And uh, Tom Cruise is this guy who's just trying to, like, prove himself but doesn't want to follow the rules. Um, he is legitimately a maverick and and does all these just cool, interesting stunts and an awesome soundtrack. It does have a sick soundtrack. It really oh, does. The soundtrack is like uh-huh. like top 80s music. Yeah, so for good. Sure. For oh, sure. So There's good. some, again, the volleyball montage. It's just very, yeah. it's so wonderfully 80s. It makes me super yeah. happy. Yeah. That Danger Zone song. Uh-huh. Oof. Yep. Okay. That is good. All right. So that was my gold Top Gun. Yeah. Uh, Lisa, there's not a lot to choose from in this Tom Cruise <laughs> filmography. Oh, I've got some. I've got some. I've so, got... what is what is your gold choice for movies, <laughs> Tom Cruise movies? So, I considered being a heel. I didn't. Uh, but I went. I have some honorable mentions that are kind of a heel. So, I really like the 1985 Ridley Scott movie Legend. Are you familiar with it, Lindsay? Nope. <laughs> Other honorable mention, which is kind of a garbage movie, also is Interview with the Vampire. But Mm. we have to remember, with Interview with the Vampire, this was also Brad Pitt at the height of his hotness, in my opinion. So Interview with the Vampire, 
was gorgeous. I think it was a really mm-hmm. pretty. Oh, I had Christian Slater too. Hey, and Antonio Banderas. Like, okay, so there's a lot mm-hmm. of eye candy there, and there's vampires, which always have this kind of like um, attractiveness to them. And then it's got mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst, and she was nominated, whatever. So anyway. I don't think that it's a particularly great movie, but I right. I really personally enjoyed it. So, and then my other honorable mention for gold is a few good men, which is the mm. um it's like a trial because I love true crime stuff, obviously because I'm a white woman. But they have uh it's like the <laughs> military trial, so with Demi yeah. Moore and Jack Nicholson. So anyway, I really with like that the movie. iconic line. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, yeah, so good. Anyway, I sincerely think the goldest Tom Cruise film is the original Mission Impossible from 1996. He is the spy Ethan Hunt. And I did not realize this at the time, which I think maybe is why I enjoyed it so much, but it was based on a TV series, but it had been set like enough apart from it. So it wasn't a remake necessarily. It was a continuation of a series, which is great. God, it's so 90s. I love it so much. Anyway, so... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think spy movies are just fun and ridiculous. And I think that... And there weren't other spy movies at the time either. So if we're looking at other movies that kind of happen around this for him, he's done The Firm and Interview with the Vampire right before it and A Few Good Men Mm -hmm. and Far and Away. So he has like some, you know, some of those types of films coming up and then Mission Impossible. And it was like so fun to see in the movie theater. Like the music was iconic and like, yeah, just some of that spy, whatever weird stuff. It was just, it just hit so well. And it was directed by Brian De Palma, who I think has a very unabashedly cinematic style. Like he just does things because he thinks they look good on screen. And I respect that. So he's done Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. Um, Like I know he did Scarface and stuff like that, but he's like suspense, crime drama are his wheelhouse. And that's exactly what Mission Impossible is. It's, is the plot super convoluted? Yes. But it's also fun to try to figure out like the whodunit and be like, oh man, that twist, I didn't see that coming. Like it's just so fun and enjoyable. And it's Tom Cruise in a situation where he can be a little more like relaxed. Like he doesn't have to be quite so serious, like interview with the vampire where he's like this dark character. Like because spy movies are ridiculous. Like they just are. They just are by nature. And so he has that serious tone about him, but it's not so much that it weighs it down. Right. So I mean, even Tom Cruise knows that this is like a gold movie for him because he then spends the next two decades just remaking <laughs> Mission Impossible <laughs> and making and using different names for them, it's but true. really just recreating the same movie. He, it's it's very true. It's very true. Yeah. <sighs> I just love a spy movie too. I think they're so fun and ridiculous mm. and the gadgets and whatever. And it just it was good. It was really good. Yeah. I really, really, really liked him specifically in it. Because unlike mm-hmm. Top Gun, where I think you're right, you don't see a lot of his face, which is fine. I think you see a lot of it in Mission Impossible, but mm-hmm. it's in situations where, I don't know how to say this, like his surroundings do more of the acting, maybe. So like yeah. you said, when he's lowered in through the ceiling, or it's like car chase scenes, or motorcycle chase scenes, whatever, it's like yeah. he's there, but he's not doing the heavy lifting of carrying the film, necessarily. Yeah. The story is doing that for him. Yep. So. Yep. So. Okay. So I'm yeah, counting right now. There's Mission Impossible. There's Mission Impossible Two. Mm-hmm. There's Mission Impossible Three, which is JJ. There's Abrams. Mission Impossible Too Fast, Too Furious. <laughs> Mission Impossible Tokyo Drift. I Mission wish. Impossible Repeat and Repeat. There's Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. 
there's Mission Impossible Kim Possible, and that's a crossover. <laughs> They're all animated. Mission Impossible Fallout came in. So there's literally six. Mm-hmm. Literally and I six. I think there's another one coming. Um, you know, I don't see that. But I know there is another Top Gun movie coming. Did you know that? There is, which I don't feel good about I at feel all. real not good about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's fine. Um, I do also feel like we should, um, or I should honorable mention Tropic Thunder. Mm. Um, I haven't seen it. Right. I've seen I've seen clips of it. Mm-hmm. But again, that is not Tom Cruise carrying that movie. He's just a bit part. Right. And it, it's a really, really funny script. Yep. And it's a really funny concept. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy for him to be great in that movie. And it's easy for us to claim that as a Tom Cruise movie. But it's probably not really. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, Lindsay, hit us mm-hmm. with the recap of the episode and tell our listeners how to vote. You guys can go and vote for our garbage choices, my garbage choice of Far and Away, or Lisa's garbage choice of The Mummy using the hashtags Lindsay Garbage or Lisa Garbage. And you can vote for our gold choices, my gold choice of Top Gun and Lisa's gold choice of the original Mission Impossible using the hashtags Lindsay Gold or Lisa Gold on our Instagram and Twitter accounts at Garbage Gold Pod. Yeah, do that because we like to hear what you guys think and we like chatting with you about your choices. So get on our feeds, tell us your feels, um, tell us about your love for Brendan Fraser, tell us about mm-hmm. all all of the things, all of the things. And if you vote this week on Tom Cruise movies, it doesn't matter for who, but if you use vote using the hashtag, you're automatically entered to win some swag. And we'll choose one voter at random using the Twitter and Instagram comments. Um, we will share the poll results and I better win or the swag ends. Ending the swag if you don't vote for me. Um, so we will share the poll results of which I win and our favorite listener comments on the next episode. If you haven't done so already, you can head on over to iTunes or wherever it is you listen to us every week and give us a rate, review, and subscribe. We would really, really appreciate that. And if you want more of us, which obviously you do, you can get to our Patreon where we already have like a ton of bonus episodes. We've been doing the Mass mm-hmm. Singer recaps. You get the entire director's cut of every episode, which, let me tell you, what is our runtime right now, Lindsay? Our runtime right now is over an hour, so. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Thank you, Brendan Fraser and Airborne. (laughs) So, yeah, if you want more of us, you can get more of that for two bucks a month, and you can get bonus episodes for five dollars a month. Um, so w- if you sign up for our Patreon or if you don't, you can listen to the free episodes. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but please tell your friends about us because there's nothing better than a podcast recommendation from a friend. Yeah. And then, okay. Um, so tune in next week when we deliberate the garbage and gold of childhood toys. Ooh, fun. I know. I almost didn't pick it cause it's a big category. God, so we might have is. to think through like our... Yeah, 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 yeah. The parameters. Like what are for the that. What are the parameters? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that'll mm-hmm. be fun, though. Yeah. I know. I'm excited. Should we do like childhood toys of the '80s, or childhood toys of the '90s, or just t- childhood cho- toys in general? Because I bet there's a lot of garbages, oh. like playing with a stick from the 1920s. <laughs> and garbages now, including dolls that pee and poop, like gross. So gross. We could do 80s slash 90s, I think. Let's do both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we, we, we branch over. So, yeah. Childhood yeah. toys from the 80s slash 90s. And that sounds good. not technological. Like, we're not going to do Nintendo. Damn it. 
<laughs> Fine. You knew I was going to pick my <laughs> NES. Did you have an NES as a child child? Lindsay, you know that I did. <laughs> I had an NES in fourth grade. Yeah. <laughs> you are so upset. <laughs> I was going to pick an NES as my goal. Did you just tell me I can't? Of course I'm upset. <laughs> Of course I am. Isn't that a gaming system? Like, wouldn't that be more in a gaming system garbage and gold episode? It's still a toy. It's a child's toy, I think. It's not a toy. It's a gaming system. Mm, whatever. I was going to choose it. So now I can't. I don't even know what now. What am I going to say? Oh, I have one. I have it. I have it. You oh, can, my God. You can reject my rules. I'm going to write it down. This is an actual toy, though. I'm not worried about this being in part of the rules. If I can't do NES, this is the one I'm doing. Okay. Oh, my God. It's okay. so stupid. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this after. I, I don't want Patreon to know it, so I have to. Okay. I have to save it for after for reels. So okay. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. All right. Those are all the things I think. I think. I think we're done. <laughs> we're, done. <laughs> we're really sorry. <laughs> all right. But Brendan Fraser made us do it. Brendan Fraser in Scientology. He deserves <sighs> it. Scientology doesn't. Thanks for listening, yeah. guys. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.